Scripture today comes to us from the Gospel of John, chapter 10. We read verses 1 through 10. John 10, beginning in verse 1. The words of Jesus. Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leaves them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was trying to say to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to be seated. Let's pray. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, as scripture is read, as word is proclaimed, help us hear with joy what you say to us this day in your name. Amen. Confession time for our mothers, uh, and I think I, I think I put the wrong slide with the timing on there, so just leave it on the next one, so that's on me. Confession time for mothers. I used to poke fun at Kate all the time for this, but, but how many of you who carried your children uh, uh, during a pregnancy would, would talk to your bellies during that time? I used to poke fun at Kate all the time because she would carry on these full conversations with Allison and Cara before they were even born. But studies have shown that from the time of 30 weeks, babies can recognize the sound of their mother's voice. Not only can they recognize it, but the voice along with vibrations and the movements of the mother's spinal column and diaphragm working in sync with that voice plays a huge role in fetal stimulation and thus becomes vital to the baby's development. At this point, the child knows her mama and the mama knows her child. Okay, so you may be sitting there thinking, well, well, that's fine and dandy, but I don't understand what that means. I, I can't relate. What does it have to do with sheep? I'm glad you asked. In the Gospel of John, when Jesus used the figures of the sheep, the shepherd and the sheepfold, he was using them to talk about the character of God. And he was using them not only uh, as a, it was, it was a familiar biblical to ten sheep. In Jesus' day, the most common occupation was that of a shepherd. 
And one of the most common sights was that of a sheepfold. Even to this day, you can go to the Holy Land, and while driving down the road, and Kate and I, we witnessed this ourselves when we were there, you can see sheepfolds on the countryside, and shepherds to this day still tending their sheep in the way similar to the ways that it was done in the first century. Each night, several herds of sheep will be kept together in a single neighborhood shared pen, okay? And that was called a sheepfold. A sheepfold is just another word for a neighborhood shared pen. Does that make sense? Everybody shake your head yes. You're with me? This was a small enclosure. It was generally with stone walls and one single gate. One single gate. A designated gatekeeper guarded the sheep against the hazards of night, like the weather, like beasts, like robbers. Sheep were, were valuable property, and so it wasn't uh, out of the ordinary for people to try um, to rustle sheep. In the morning, then, each shepherd would, would return to the sheepfold, and they would open the gate, and they would call out in whatever own special call that they had that they used for their sheep. They would call them out to pasture and to the water. And, and the character of the best shepherds was well known. The best shepherds protected the sheep. They knew where the best pasture was. They knew where the freshest water was to be found. And the sheep knew their shepherd by the sound of his voice, by the call that he would make whenever he would come to the gate. And only his sheep would come because to the other sheep he was a stranger and they didn't know what to expect. But to his sheep they knew if we follow this call, if we listen to this voice, we are led to nourishment. We are led to safety. The best shepherds knew how to give their sheep the best chance for survival. They knew how to bring their sheep into abundant life. He knows his sheep by name and is so desperate to give them life that he would lay down his own life so that that shepherd and his sheep might rise up together. Sound familiar? Like someone else we know? Like someone else who laid down his life on a cross for his sheep? The great shepherd, of course, being Jesus Christ. So the sheep would come to recognize their, that, that familiar voice, and they knew that that, vo that voice was what led them to abundant life. And this is exactly what Jesus was trying to tell his disciples. This is what Jesus is trying to tell us in the passage today, that if we would simply follow the great shepherd, him, if we would follow his voice when he calls, that we too would be led to abundant life. You see, here's the tricky part. The tricky part is following that voice. 
Because sometimes that's not the voice we want to hear. Hello? Oftentimes, our definition of abundant life and God's definition are completely different. It's when we start following the voice of imposters that we get into trouble. It's when we start following the voice of strange shepherds that we get in a bind. And you want to know what the hardest pill to swallow in that whole situation is this? Oftentimes, that imposter's voice is our own. It's when we start to think of abundant life in, in terms of material things or, or stuff. Everybody say stuff. It's when we start thinking about the stuff of this world. Then we require more and more stuff to be satisfied. I hate to break it to us folks. I say us because I'm in this boat too. But stuff does not bring and lead us to abundant life. Someone say amen. Abundance is turning to God and living in Jesus. The task of finding and naming genuine need often involves stripping away perceived need. Are you with me again? This requires us to stop striving for anything that does not serve God's work. To stop setting up pet gods and self-made empires. This requires acceptance of the shepherd's call, of the shepherd's presence. But in order to do that fully, we must first accept the shepherd. Jesus, again, says, I am the shepherd. If you let me, then I am the one who will guard the gate so that nothing else can get to you, not even yourself. Jesus goes on, I am that gate. And if you pass through me and, here's the Here's, 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 here's the thing. Through me alone, then I will never leave you astray. But I will give you life and give it abundantly. That means I will give you more than your dreams of stuff can ever fathom. Someone say amen. I will give you more than this life could ever possibly give. And the reason that Jesus can promise that, that God through Jesus can promise that, is because he laid down his life for us. He conquered the death so that way we don't have to conquer it ourselves. And so that is why Jesus can promise abundant life. Because he beat the greatest enemy of abundant life, and that is death. Right after the text for today, in John 10, 27. So we read through verse 10, so I encourage you to go and finish reading chapter 10. But in verse 10, 27, Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. 
I want to read it again. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. You'd almost expect Jesus to say it differently, don't you? You'd almost expect Jesus to say, My sheep listen to my voice, and they know me. But that's not what he says. Are you with me? It's because Jesus is the one claiming to know us. We are his sheep. So we're not supposed to do all the knowing here. We're supposed to do the following. To someone like me who thinks they need to know it all, not who claims to know it all, just needs to think they know it all, amen? That's a mind blower. We don't need to do all the knowing. It's our job to do the following. We do the believing, yes. We do the praising. We do the serving. We do the worshiping. But we only have to know enough to recognize what the voice of the shepherd sounds like. And when we do, we know the direction that leads to belief. We know the direction that leads to worship. We know the direction that leads. We don't have to do all the knowing. We just have to do the listening and the following. Again today. What happens when we look at Psalm 23 and we take the shepherd and God completely out of it? Have you ever read Psalm 23 and took out the God and the shepherd of that scripture? This is what it sounds like. Verse 1, my. Verse 2, I shall, oh, excuse me, the rest of verse 1, I shall not want. Verse 2, maketh me and me. Verse 3, my soul, me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear me. And guess what? Me. Me in the presence of my enemies, my head, my cup, me. All the days of my life, I will dwell forever. There's something missing there, y'all. In fact, there's a lot missing. When we start thinking that we have to know it all, when we start thinking that we have to have it all, when we start thinking that we are all of it and the bag of chips, then we stop following and listening to the shepherd. We only know we only need to know how to recognize the sound of the voice of our shepherd. Because when we take the shepherd out of the equation, all that's left is us. And let me tell you something, folks. Us was not now nor will it ever be enough to conquer that cross. We need the shepherd.
So here's the question for us today. How are we listening to the call of our shepherd? When we do hear and listen to that call, all we have to do is start to follow. Because when we follow, that path will lead into belief. That path will lead into redemption. That path will lead into righteousness, into forgiveness, into grace, into abundant life. But it starts with listening to the call. What does that call sound like in your mind and your brain today and in your ears? And how are we following it? This is the gospel message for us on this day. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen.